Welcome to the podcast from the Diocese of Jefferson City. My name is Jacob Leakey. I'm the Director of Communications for the Diocese. With this episode, we are concluding our series on the Four Pillars of Stewardship with Father Stephen Jones, our Diocesan Director of Stewardship. You can find the full series on our website, diojeffcity.org slash podcast, including our past episodes on the pillars of hospitality, prayer, and formation. Today, we will talk about the final pillar, service. When thinking about these four pillars, Father Jones said it's important to realize that these aren't four separate concepts. Rather, each pillar builds on the others. You know, I like to talk about the four pillars of stewardship kind of being like uh, building a house, you know, building a home, right? Um, You know, the foundation is hospitality. You know, you can't have a house built without a strong foundation or it's going to fall, right? And so when it comes to stewardship, hospitality is there to invite others uh, by our words, by our actions, and even most importantly, by our culture and attitude. You know, how do we invite others into a deeper relationship with Christ and his church, um, welcoming them into our midst? I mean, you have to have that. That is the, that is the foundation of this structure which is being built. Um, and then, you know, kind of prayer and, and formation, the next two pillars are kind of like the, uh, the build. It's the, it's the framing, it's the nuts and bolts, it's the electrical, it's the plumbing, it's what makes a house a house, you know? Um, it's what makes it work. Um, but then we get to what we're going to talk about today, which is service. Um, and that's, in my mind, service is kind of like the family moving in. It's like uh, them living in that structure. It's the process of taking that building from just being a house into being a home. Um, Because you know, a house can be built, and if it just sits, if it's not put into action, it kind of dilapidates pretty quickly. I mean, you look around and you see new builds which sit for a couple of years, and all of a sudden they're in terrible shape. Um, Houses that don't get lived in fall apart. Um, and the same thing with stewardship. We can have a good foundation. We can have a good build. But if that is not lived out in lives concretely, you know, if that house doesn't turn into a home, um, it doesn't endure either, you know. And so uh, that pillar of stewardship that we're talking about today really is um, where hospitality, formation, and prayer gets used. It's where it gets put into action. It's where it gets exercised. It's where it gets, it's where it gets out there. Compared to some of the other concepts we've discussed in past episodes, service is easy to comprehend. It's an idea that's well understood and valued across society. But Father Jones said Christians should have a different understanding and that service has an even deeper meaning for us. All service is good. You know, to live a life of altruistic giving of oneself is a good thing. Um, But there's a certain reason we do it as Christians. I mean, you know, we talk in the, our culture today about the why. Well, what's the why of service for a Christian? Well, the why of the service for a Christian um, is rooted in Jesus Christ, you know, who himself came to serve, not to be served, right? And so we see that being played out all in our Christian life. We see it played out in the scriptures. We see it played out really concretely as Catholics um, in the Mass. You know, think about what the Mass is. And I always like to go back to what St. Paul said in the 12th chapter of his letter to the Romans, where he says, uh, you know, I urge you, therefore, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to offer yourselves as a living sacrifice, which is holy and pleasing to God. 
your spiritual worship. Well, what does that mean? Well, that's the Christian life, you know, which is um, kind of a cycle of offering, receiving, and then giving. When we look around our communities, it's clear that there are many needs and many opportunities to serve. I asked Father Jones how someone can determine what kind of service God is calling them to. That is a great question, and I wish I had a silver bullet answer for you. Um, but first, I'd always say go back to uh, the second uh, pillar of foundation and pray about it. You know, take that conversation to the Lord um, and say, how can I serve? How can my family serve? Um, in my experience, at least, when I've entered into prayer you know, over a question like this, or my, our family has entered into a prayer over a question like this, the Lord will provide. You know, it may not be what we're looking to do, um, but, you know, if you go genuinely to God and say, I want to serve, help me find a way, um, those opportunities will present themselves because um, you're looking at your entire life through God-colored lenses, um, and you may then see opportunities that you didn't see before, which are right in front of you, you know. Um, but also ask around. I mean, every community has needs. I mean, I know in our Jefferson City community, um, various, you know, food banks, food pantries, Catholic charities, Samaritan Center, you know, all kinds of outreach services in our community. And every community has those sorts of things. Um, and you just got to kind of look for them and be willing to step out um, and, and ask if you can help. Um, and that's where it takes a little bit of initiative. One important aspect of service is that ultimately it's a public expression of our faith. It's how we express our belief in God and live out Jesus' teachings. I asked Father Jones if these acts have a sort of evangelical quality, that by living our faith and doing acts of service in public, we are also calling others to join us. I think we serve because we're supposed to serve, but we also serve to show others who we are. You know, the ancient Christians... Um, who were persecuted in the public square when Christianity was an illegal religion in the Roman Empire, um, found great sympathy and found many converts because of the way they treated one another and others. And so the Roman pagans would look at them, and we have this in writing, and they would say, see how those Christians love one another, right? Okay, you know, that, that is an act of evangelization right there. That drew someone who wasn't a Christian to explore um, who this man Jesus was and what his claims were um, and led eventually to the faith growing exponentially throughout the world. You know that old song that we used to sing in church and sometimes still do? It's not one of my favorites, but it's pretty good. That says we they will know we are Christians by our theology. No. By our doctrine. No. Those things are hugely important, yes. But they will know we are Christians by our love. You know, um, And so service is, at its core, an act of love. It's an act of not just our own love, because sometimes we're people that don't have a whole lot of love, but it's an act of us reflecting God's love. Um, and when we reflect God's love to the world, God's love becomes an attractive thing. When God's love becomes an attractive thing, people are drawn to it. There's evangelization right there. When I heard Father Jones give this answer, it fundamentally changed my thinking about the four pillars of stewardship. Throughout this podcast series, I've been describing them in a linear fashion and talking about how one builds on the next. But truly, they aren't linear. As our service calls people to our faith, we cycle back to the first pillar. We have to welcome them with hospitality. Then we pray with them, help them with formation, and they join us in our service, which in turn calls more people to our faith. Stewardship truly isn't a line or a ladder. It's a cycle. 
Yes, you're right. It is cyclical. It is. When we're hospitable and we form people and we're prayerful and we go and serve, then more people are drawn to us and we're called then to be hospitable to them and to pray with them and to form them and to help them serve. I mean, that's how the church grew. You know, um, the church grew through personal invitation, come and see, um, formation, go there for, um, and being sent, right? I mean, you know, that's how, and then, you know, disciples became apostles who went and made more disciples from which came more apostles who made more disciples from which came more apostles and so on and so on and so on. And at the root of all that was hospitality, prayer, formation, and service. I mean, when we go around the diocese and we talk about stewardship, I always tell people, this is not anything new. This is the most ancient of all things, rooted in scripture, rooted in the gospel message, um, rooted in Jesus's own sort of model for transforming the world, right? And it's all summed up in the cross, you know, self-sacrifice, self, you know, the love of other, um, and then going, therefore, and, and proclaiming it to the world. It's pretty simple. Right now, we are just weeks away from our diocese starting the Catholic Stewardship Renewal. Parishes will begin sharing information about this in the third week of October. We will all be asked to commit to how we will live our lives as stewards in the next year. This will be the first time our entire diocese will be engaging in this process together. This transition to a new form of stewardship in our diocese will, in a sense, be complete. Father Jones has dedicated his ministry in recent years to helping this transition happen. He said he's already seeing many positive changes in our parishes, but that the work of stewardship will never actually be done. Yeah, there's always more we need to do. You know, there's always a lot of work to be done. You know, we spent the last three years kind of putting this model in place, you know, the, the concrete ways that we support one another, that parishes are supported by people, that people support the other parishes, support the diocese, that the diocese supports the universal church. And that's a real concrete thing that any, um, you know, organization has to have in place to live out its vision and mission. And there's always road bumps with that. But now, I mean, we, I think the real work begins now. Um, and it's real work which will um, take place for generations and decades. And that is in each of our parish communities, helping people really understand what stewardship is, buy into it, and then its message of discipleship, and then take it and run with it. So I was at a parish last night. I will not name the parish, but it's a great parish. Uh, two parishes actually with a school um, and they really are now getting to the point you know their their pastor has kind of is not kind of he has bought in he's got a group of lay people who have been formed and are bought in and I was up meeting with parish families who have kids enrolled in the school to talk to them about it um, and you could see in their eyes as I was presenting on this um, kind of light bulbs going off you know ding oh that's what this is um, and when that happens, it's really encouraging to me because I know that parish is on the right trajectory, right? And I'm seeing that in more and more of our communities. It's still a hard sell, you know, because there's a ton of misconceptions about it. It's still a hard sell because it's just something new. And we as people just don't like new things. Um, but I think once people begin to see the spiritual benefits of it, Take away the, 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 the sort of concrete benefits, the dollar sign benefits that come when people are invested in their pairs. Put that on the back burner. When they begin seeing the spiritual benefits, when they begin seeing their communities thrive, when they begin seeing people more involved and willing to, uh, to give of their time to, to, to spread the gospel, either overtly or, or subtly, boy, that's when you really begin to see the benefits. And we're, we're seeing that in places, yeah. 
but there's a ton of work still to do. As we conclude this series on stewardship, Father Jones shared a reflection on one of the new mosaics in the newly renovated Cathedral of St. Joseph, and how this particular mosaic can help us all understand what service means for us as Catholic stewards. Well, so, you know, in the cathedral, and it's one of the things I love about our, our new cathedral is the artwork, right? And, uh, you know, some of it is right up front, and you can see it all, and it's just right there for everybody to look at, but some of it's kind of hidden, and there's that mosaic in the gathering space um, that you can only see when you leave the building. And a lot of people just walk underneath it and don't ever look up, but if you look up as you're leaving that building, you see that mosaic of Christ enthroned, you know, Christ, the Lord and ruler of the universe. And it's just such a stark reminder for me, and it should be a stark reminder for all of us, that the Lord that we worship in that building, the Lord that we seek to serve and praise in that building, um, is not just the Lord of that building, that he is the Lord of all things. And as we leave that building, we see that amazing piece of artwork, we're reminded that our job is to take him with us out there. And so the pillar of service is is framed up right there in sacred Christian art for you in our cathedral, which is, by the way, the entire diocese's church, not just the parish of St. Joseph's church. It's the church for the entire diocese. So every member of the diocese of Jefferson City listening to this, it is your church um, and it is your mother house. And that piece of artwork, if you haven't seen it, drive to Jeff City and see it, is for you. Um, and it's meant to be a reminder for us to you know, go there for. The mass has ended go and serve the Lord with your lives. You know, take him out into the world. And, and that's, that's, this, that's the pillar of service right there. Thank you all for joining us for this four-part series on the pillars of stewardship. Again, you can find all of the previous episodes on our website, diogefcity.org podcast. We will be back again next month with a brand new topic. Thank you for listening.